Welcome to the Infinitely Aligned Podcast with Emily Whiteside, a space dedicated to helping you elevate your next level income, impact, and confidence. This is for the babe who loves wine just as much as she loves green juice, who is ready to dive into all things manifestation, spirituality, and is unapologetic about what she desires and is ready to go get it. It's time for you to step into your power, manifest your life, and become infinitely aligned. So before we dive into this episode, I need to tell you guys about my newest signature course that has just released. I'm super freaking pumped for this. It is called Infinitely Abundant, and this course is freaking awesome. I'm obsessed with it, but it is designed to manifest your wildest desires, become a high vibe babe, and tap into abundance. Who doesn't want that? So the reason I designed this course was because I was stuck in lack mentality for so long and I knew that in order to call in abundance, in order to gain more clients, in order to create the life that I wanted to create, I had to get out of that lack mindset. So I started questioning all this manifestation stuff, all this positive thinking stuff, all this spirituality stuff. Does it even freaking work? It does work, but you have to be able to tap into it, and it's what you do every single day that allows you to become the energetic match to your desires. So that this is exactly what this course is. It's so you stop feeding your fears to get back into alignment with your true self and become that energetic high vibe babe to match all of your desires. You guys know just as well as I do that everything you want starts with you first. If you want to manifest in more clients, it starts with you. If you want to manifest in your dream body, it starts with you. If you want to manifest in more money, a soulmate, whatever it is, it starts with you first. You have to raise your vibration. You have to become an energetic match to your desire and you have to stand in your power. So this is exactly what this course is going to provide. It's a 14 day journey into your next level. So the very first part of this program is all about releasing stagnant energy, which is so important. We so often try to manifest when we're still stuck in fear, right? You can't manifest things in if you're feeling all this low vibe energy. So the very first part of this phase is getting over your limiting beliefs, getting over those blocks, releasing them, and then we dive into the manifestation part. But the first phase, you get a training on overcoming your limiting beliefs and blocks, which is super, super important. You get an intro to EFT tapping. This is like my favorite tool to use if I ever wake up in like a lower vibration. And then you, of course, get a guided meditation because that is one of my favorite ways to get back into high vibe. And then you'll also get a journal prompt guide for this phase. And then the next phase is all about manifestation. So you learn if you've never manifested before or if you're like, what the heck is manifestation? You're going to learn how to do it. If you are like a pro manifester, you're just going to get any, you're just going to get better and better. So you can be a very beginner for this. You can be advanced. It doesn't matter. But the manifestation phase of this program is really walking you through the laws of the universe and how to speak, think, and feel your manifestation into reality. So you're going to learn my favorite manifestation 
manifestation ritual ever and things to do to call in your desires. So you'll get a training on manifesting your wildest desires. You're going to get a training on the universal laws and how to apply them into your life. A lot of people understand the law of attraction, but there's also other laws that come into play with this. So you'll learn all of them. And then you'll receive a manifestation meditation and of course a journal prompt guide to manifesting whatever it is you're trying to call in. And then the third phase of this program, which is the most important phase, is becoming that energetic match to abundance. So this phase is really dedicated to increasing your frequency in everyday life to become an energetic match to abundance in every area of your life. So not just money, not just abundance of clients, but abundance of everything in your life. Because when you're in a high vibe state, you attract in people, experiences, things, money, and opportunities of that same energy. This phase is where you can have it all. It's like the have it all, do it all stage. Um, And then with this stage, you receive a training on changing your energy and raising your vibe, an everyday guided meditation that you can use every day of your life, and a journal prompt guide to raising your everyday frequency. So this program is definitely for the person who wants it all in life and is ready to become infinitely freaking abundant. So again, I'm just going to quickly go over what you receive over this 14-day journey. You get four modules on all things manifestation and becoming infinitely abundant. You get three meditations, a journal prompt guide through every single phase and an intro on how to use EFT tapping. It's only $222, you guys, which is a steal. Um, So if you are totally in and you want to do this, send me a message on Facebook. It's linked below my Facebook page. Just send me a private message or on Instagram. My Instagram is also linked below and I will get you in on this. We begin on June 17th. So make sure you sign up before then. Just send me a quick message and then we can also do payment plans. If you need a payment plan, I'll work with you. So anyways, I'm super, super excited to announce this signature course, Infinitely Abundant. If you are ready, you know what to do and let's get into the episode. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Infinitely Aligned podcast. I'm so happy to have you here today. And we are talking about Tinder dates, online dating, and how it relates to your business and just who you're being in general and your spirituality. So if you don't have a business, doesn't even matter. You can still follow along here because you're going to get some awesome life tips out of this. So make sure you grab some green juice or a glass of wine and follow along with me. Don't grab a glass of wine if you're driving though. So before we get started, I'm going to tell you one human moment I've had lately and then one thing I've manifested lately. I start my podcast off with this all the time. So If you're new here, this is how we do things. One human moment I've had recently, so this is kind of embarrassing, but I will never learn my lesson about not changing in front of a window, and I definitely, definitely learned it a couple days ago. So I live in an apartment complex, and it's on the first floor, and my windows in my bedroom are huge, and they face toward a parking lot that is usually abandoned. Like there's nobody ever in that parking lot. So I was changing and I was butt naked. I look out my window and I make eye contact with a man that is also walking outside of my apartment. He obviously looked away right away, but it was super, super awkward. So I definitely learned my lesson there about not changing in front of a window. (laughs) Super embarrassing. And then something I've manifested 
and this isn't very recent, but I have manifested the best roommate slash best friend in the entire world. I've been so, so grateful for this woman lately in my life. I've always been grateful for her, but she's like my bestest friend ever, a total soul sister, and I'm just so lucky that I had manifested her and that I live with her. She just brings the positive vibes into my life, always so supportive, so super happy about that. So let's get to Tinder dates and business and spirituality and all that type of stuff because that's the fun stuff. So I have been in a relationship for like five years and prior, obviously I'm not in a relationship right now. I'm single AF, at least as I'm recording this, but I was in a relationship five years prior and online dating in college like was not a thing. When I was in college and I was single, I just met people out. I had a lot of friends, so I was going out all the time. I didn't have to use online dating. I don't even know if it existed back then. Um, It definitely was not a thing, though. So I was new to this online dating thing when I had become single, became single, I guess, in 2018. So I didn't use it right away, obviously. I had some time to get over my last relationship, and it took me a while to even want to start dating again and wanting to put myself out there. So one day I just started to feel ready and I was like, I'm just going to create this Tinder profile. I think I started with Tinder, which, oh, we all know we all have those Tinder stories. So I started with this Tinder profile and I was like, I'm just going to do this. Like, I'm just going to have fun with it. And I learned so much. I had awesome dates. I had terrible dates. I had everything in between, so it's really, really funny and cool to see like the resemblance of how my Tinder dating and my business were in such alignment with how when I had first started my business and the mistakes I made, I made the same ones in Tinder dating. So let's talk about how Tinder dating and business are so, so similar. So, you know, I always say that the energy behind what you do is everything. So when I had first opened up my Tinder profile or my online dating profile, I really didn't give an F. I was like, I'm just doing this to have fun. I don't care really what comes out of it. And since I had that energy, that ease, I wasn't attached to the outcome, I went on a lot of dates And they were pretty cool. They were good dates. I mean, I wasn't looking for anything. They were kind of just getting to know people. And I met a lot of really awesome people. And then I got into this phase of kind of, you know, it was around the holidays and, you know, missing out on having somebody. So I got into this more desperate energy, this energy of there's nobody out there. I'm going to be alone forever. And boom, The dates totally, totally reflected my energy. So people always mirror what you're putting out there, and I really, really believe that. And the same thing happened in my business. So the first year in my business when I had started, I was so attached to the outcome. I was so attached to money. I was so attached to success and needing it to happen now. Therefore, I manifested in a lot of lack. So the same thing's going to happen with online dating, with business, with anything that you do. It's all about the energy that you put out there. And maybe at the end, if I'm feeling brave, I will share some 
Tinder fails with you guys. I have actually deleted my Tinder um, after some of these fails. I just kind of got sick of it. I got really out of alignment with it. So boom, it's gone. I haven't been on it since. But anyways, I so the energy behind what you do is absolutely everything. If you go into your Tinder date saying, I'm desperate and I just want to find somebody and there's nobody else out there, you're going to receive in a lot of lack. If you go into Tinder dating saying, Tinder's disgusting, there's only scumbags on Tinder, you're only going to find that. Same thing with business. If you go into business saying, there's no clients out there, there's already a million people doing what I'm doing, you're going to find that, right? Because that's all you're looking for. So that's actually a part of our subconscious mind. It's called the reticular activating system. And it's this piece of our subconscious mind that filters our world. So if I told you to take a drive with me on the highway and I'm driving the car, you might be a little afraid because sometimes I can be a scary driver. But anyways, I'm telling you to look at all the cars that are red that pass you. And for the next 10 miles, I just want you to count the cars that you see that are red. So you do that, and after 10 minutes, I ask you, so, how many yellow cars did you see? And you're not even going to know that answer because you weren't looking for yellow cars. So the same thing happens with the energy that we do things in. So if you're only looking subconsciously for scumbags because you told your subconscious mind that there's only scumbags on Tinder, You're only going to find the scumbags on Tinder. If you go into business saying there's not enough clients out there for me or nobody wants to pay my prices, you will only find that because your RAS, your reticular activating system, is literally filtering your world. And that little saying, energy goes where the or energy flows where the mind goes. Totally true. Totally, totally true. I think I learned that at a Tony Robbins event one year. And um So what you focus on grows, and I'm a huge, huge believer of that. So if you are on Tinder or you are about to start online dating, or maybe you're in business and you're about to start your business or you have a business right now, my best advice to you is change your intention. Change the energy that you're in. It's absolutely everything. I'm telling you right now, if you start changing your beliefs, changing how you think about certain things, business, Tinder dates, whatever it might be, you're going to receive in a lot better abundance or a lot better things or a lot better outcomes because you're looking for those better outcomes. So change your energy. The next one is you totally find out exactly where you lack as a human being. When you go on dates, when you start Tinder dating, when you start a business, you really learn a lot about yourself if you are open to learning. So I always say that, yeah, it sucks when bad things happen, but you have two choices. You can either grow from it or you can become a victim of it. And I've chosen the victim path a lot in my life. For the first 20-something years of my life, I was a victim to everything. But then I started getting into personal development. I started getting into spirituality And I realized that victim mentality is not helping me, it's only hurting me. So instead of letting every circumstance break me, I started to become really powerful. And I started to just learn from the bad stuff that happens, the shit that happens, I started to grow from it. So 
when you go on a date and it's a terrible date and they bring something negative out of you. You learn from it, right? You learn where you lack. You learn where if you lack in communication. You learn if you lack in confidence. Have you ever gone on a date with somebody or started talking to somebody and you were like, I've done this so many times. You were like, oh my God, he's not going to think I'm pretty enough or I'm not going to be smart enough or I'm not going to be outgoing enough. I'm going to be really, really awkward because I don't know him and it's scary. And what if he thinks I'm ugly and blah, 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 blah. And we go into this spiral, this negative spiral. We go on to the date and we're in that energy and we're just not ourselves, right? You're just like so concentrated on what you're doing wrong and you're trying to please that other person that you're being really out of integrity with yourself. You're really being not authentically you. So the same thing happens in business, right? We get that little voice in our head that says, I'm not worthy enough. I'm not confident enough. I'm not a leader. People are going to see my flaws and therefore we don't stand in our power and we aren't being authentically ourselves because we're so caught up in these labels that we have for ourselves. It's funny before you start something new or before you go on a, a date or talk to a brand new client, you don't know this person. And if you see a lot of these like negative labels that are coming up, that's a chance for you to grow, right? That's a chance for you to be like, holy crap, I didn't know I had that limiting belief. Now, how can I change it? How can I choose again? So that's something that I really, really started to focus on every time I got into this like negative headspace or started to say something negative before a Tinder date or before a guy had messaged me on Tinder or before I was about to go live or talk on a client call or not a client call, but a prospective client call. I really started to hone into that little negative voice and then change it, right? Change my story, change that voice and not give it power because you have two choices. You can either give that little annoying voice in your head, that negative voice in your head, you can give it the power or you can choose to give your abundant and powered and positive voice the power. So I started to choose about, or started to choose the empowered voice. I started to let that take control. And when a negative thought or a negative voice came into my head, I just didn't listen to it. And I started to fuel myself with positivity and with confidence. Something that really, really helped me stand in my power on these dates and start to attract in really, really good people and good dates and dates that I was like, yeah, you know what? Like I would go on a second date with him or that was a good date, but I don't want a second date just because I wasn't feeling it, wasn't vibing with it. But every date that I had gone on, I felt really, really empowered and it was because I was working so much on my confidence. And I highly recommend that. If you want to attract in soulmate clients, if you want to attract in good dates, start with you first. You are always going to attract what you are the energetic match to. So if you are attracting in a lot of scumbags, if you are attracting in a lot of unaligned clients, meaning that they don't want to pay for your services or they get mad at you for what you charge or they're the type of people that are like, I want to do this, but it's just too expensive for me check you first, right? Check your energy. How are you 
doing that in your life? How are you allowing that into your life? Who are you being to attract that in? So that was a serious lesson that I learned because then I started to get into this space after I had, I was really, really empowered. I was really confident um, in my life in many ways. I was really like attached to my business. I felt like super powerful there. I had a lot of soul aligned clients. And then the same thing goes for dates. I was attracting in awesome people and I was just really feeling empowered. But then I got into this space because we go through ebbs and flows in business. We go through ebbs and flows in life. And I got into this darker space of, I'm just not confident anymore. I started to feel less confident and it was because of my lack of boundaries. So that's kind of like the next one, I guess. I started letting everybody else kind of drain me in business and drain me in life. So I stopped having these boundaries. At first I had these subconscious boundaries that I put up. I didn't really consciously put them up, but these boundaries of I'm going to do me for a while. I was just out of a relationship. I was just like really diving into being independent and I had set these boundaries for myself where I'm just working on me. I'm just doing me for a while. But then that kind of wore off and I lost those boundaries. And I started to do things, a lot of things that I just wasn't in alignment with. I started allowing people into my life that I just wasn't in alignment with. And I was getting more into that desperate energy of, I want somebody or I need somebody. And so therefore, I had started to attract in a lot of dates that just weren't in alignment with my next level. They just weren't in alignment with who I was, but they were in alignment with who I was being at the time because I was being that energetic match to lack. And I saw this also occurring in my business. I always say how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you're attracting in a lot of bad Tinder dates, you're also attracting in a lot of bad clients in your business. You're also attracting in a lot of poor friendships. You're also attracting in a lot of bad behaviors or um, low vibe patterns in your life or negative thoughts. So I saw this reoccurring theme, right? I saw this reoccurring theme of attracting in more scummy people on Tinder dates and then also, um, you know, attracting in a lot of people who were like, I want to do your coaching and then would fall off or that sort of thing. Um, And then I had to step back for a while. So I really just stopped using these online dating profiles. I stopped really selling my services and just tried to get connected back to self. I got connected back to who I was being and that changed absolutely everything. So to this day, I still haven't used Tinder. So I'm probably not going to use it just because I'm just not in alignment with it right now. Um, But it's all about who you're being and the boundaries that you have up for yourself. So my next little tidbit of information for you is to create boundaries, create boundaries. Those are everything, the non-negotiables. I have every client that works for me or every client that comes into one of my programs, we set these boundaries. We set these non-negotiables for every area of our life. So I picked when I was going through this, when I was going through like the icky, not in my power, kind of feeling lost a little bit. I 
sat down one day and I just wrote non-negotiables and these boundaries for every area of my life. So if you don't know what a non-negotiable or a boundary really is, it's just something that you're going to stick to, like a rule in your life, something that you won't allow to pass through. I like to imagine it as like, I'm this like beautiful castle because I'm a queen and I'm this queen in my castle, right? My soul is the queen and I, my body is inside the castle or is the castle and there's these guards outside of my castle that ward off any evil or ward off anybody that just is not or anything that just is not in alignment with me. So before when I was going on all these crappy Tinder dates and I was struggling a little bit in business, I was allowing my guards to sleep on the job and these negative things, these I don't know what you call them, the opposing forces, would come in and destroy my castle. So I decided to hire new bodyguards and or new guards or whatever, and they really ward off anything that isn't allowed inside of the castle. And so I set these non-negotiables, these boundaries, and I set them for every area of my life, and I have my, all my clients do the same, just like I already said. And For Tinder dates, for example, or for dating, for example, because I stopped using Tinder. And by the way, I honestly have no um, negativity with Tinder or online dating. I feel like it works if you're in the right energy, just like it worked for me before. It worked if you're in the right energy from it. But anyways, back to the story. So for dates, I set these non-negotiables, things that I just wouldn't allow anymore. Like, I wouldn't allow people to talk to me in a gross manner or dirty manner before dating me. I didn't allow them not to take me on a date and just hang out. Like, no, I'm not doing that. You're going to take me out on a date. I'm not going to just hang out with you. So anyways, I set these non-negotiables for dates. I set these non-negotiables for my business and for clients, for money, for um, workouts and, you know, fitness and dieting and nutrition, all that stuff. So the biggest five main areas of my life, I believe, were dating, nutrition, or it was dating, fitness, money, my business, and my clients. So I think those were like the five main things. And um, you can do this for as many things as you want. And I highly recommend like taping these boundaries up somewhere where you see them every day. And then I also have them on the notes on my phone. So if I'm ever posed with this, hey, do you want to go out on a date? Or, hey, I want to invest in your one-on-one coaching. I go back to my boundaries. Does this person meet this checklist list? And it doesn't mean like a checklist of how they look or, you know, like these specifics, but it's more of an energy thing? And are they meeting my morals? Are they meeting my values? If somebody isn't in alignment with my morals and values, they don't belong in my life because they're just going to drain me of my energy. I protect my energy like everything. It's the queen of my castle. I protect my energy. So nobody who's going to suck my energy away is allowed in my life. So set these boundaries for yourself. I realize I said I say so a lot. I just realized that. Set those boundaries for yourself. It's going to make an absolute world of a difference. Now let's get to the fun stuff. I am going to share some terrible dates with you guys because I just 
feel called to. And I feel like it would be really, really fun. And hopefully none of these men are listening to this. I highly doubt that they would. So the first really crappy date I've ever gone on, it was the most, oh my God, it was so creepy. Like the creepiest encounter I probably have ever had. So if you've had bad Tinder dates or dates in general, please, please, please let me know. Like reach out to me on Instagram, reach out to me on Facebook and tell me these dates because I love to hear it, but I'm going to share one with you right now. So I was on, it was the day that my niece was born. My first niece was born and I was supposed to have a Tinder date that night and I had messaged him and I was like, listen, like my, my sister's having a baby. I don't think that it's a good night. And he's like, well, I'm coming up from somewhere. I'm not going to say where he lives, but he was driving literally like I think an hour and a half out of his way to come meet me, which kind of red flags a little bit, but whatever. So I told him that it probably wouldn't work out. And he was very persistent. He was like, well, let's just put it off an hour or two. And so I was like, fine. Like he was super persistent. So I was like, whatever, I'm going to go out on this date. And I told him, okay, I'll meet you here at this time. So first thing is first, he wanted to meet for coffee, which I thought was kind of weird. I'm like, at least if you're going to drive out, like take me on a date date, but whatever, it doesn't matter. So I feel like that's a little bit selfish of me maybe. But anyways, I met this guy on my date. So I hadn't eaten at all that day because I was in the hospital, like meeting my niece for the first time and I did not have time to eat. So I was like, I'm going to stop somewhere. I'm already running late. I'm going to stop somewhere, grab a protein bar, shove it in my mouth and drive there to this date, to this coffee shop. So I got this protein bar. I think it was like a Fit Crunch bar. I can't remember, but if you've ever had a Fit Crunch bar, they have like chocolate on the outside. It's basically like a candy bar with protein in it. And I had the heat blasting because it was winter and um, I was eating this chocolate bar, like going ham on it or this protein bar. And I was about to go into the date. I shut my car off and I looked down And I swear to God, chocolate melted on my crotch of my jeans and (laughs) it looked like I had like pooped my pants or something. And I was like, oh my freaking God, what am I going to do? I had this old water bottle sitting on my floor. So I had to dump that water bottle, take an old dog towel because I have a dog, an old dog towel from my back seat and like rub this chocolate out of my crotch. So then it looked like I peed my pants. So I had to stand up in my car, which is very hard when you drive a car and put it in front, put my pants in front of the heater. I probably looked like really awesome for people walking by. And so I had to, of course, Snapchat this to my best friend who is my now roommate. I had to Snapchat this to her and I'm like talking on it and like showing her and she go and I was about to get out of my car because my my jeans had dried and she's like please for the love of God look at yourself in the mirror before you go into that date and I was like oh my god I'm glad I got this message right before I had opened up my door I put my um mirror down and I looked at myself in the mirror and I had chocolate smeared into my hair all over my face. I'm like, what kind of wild animal am I? Like, honestly, what is going on? That was a warning sign right there. So that's just the beginning. That's just the beginning of this date. So he pulls up next to me. I had fixed my face, fixed my hair, and he introduces himself, gives me a hug, which I was like, eh, that's kind of creepy because I don't know you. Like, don't touch me if I don't know you. He holds my hand, you guys. He holds my freaking hand. I've never met this guy in my life. 
into the coffee shop. Like, didn't ask, just grabbed my hand. His hands were the size of my hands too, by the way, which was really creepy because he was like six foot something and like muscular. And I was like, ooh, your hands are so out of proportion with your body. So he held my hand, which I thought was like super creepy. He walks into the coffee shop with me and sits on the same freaking side of the table. Like, sit across from me. Don't sit next to me. And then he starts to like... As soon as I get my coffee or tea or whatever I got, he starts to, like, grab my leg. And he's like, oh, you're so muscular. Like, your legs are so nice. And, like, then he would, like, grab my shoulder and be like, oh, I never felt a woman with, like, muscle before. And, like, it's so nice to feel, like, defined arms. And I was like, oh, my God, you're so freaking creepy. Like, get your hands off of me. And because I was going through boundary issues at the time and I couldn't communicate, I was just, like, in my head, like, get the fuck away from me. Sorry for my language. But in person, I was just like not saying anything. So boom, that's a life lesson for you right there. It's like, can you communicate? Can you stand up for yourself? And I definitely couldn't. That's something I struggled with, was being able to stick up for myself and being able to announce when I was uncomfortable in situations and just like being a bitch if I had to be a bitch. I couldn't, I wasn't able to do that. So it's something I am still working on, but really, really worked on after this, you know, after I closed out this Tinder profile. So anyways, back to the story. He looks at me and this is a coffee shop filled with people in it. He looks at me and he's like, can I make out with you right now? And I was like, no, thank God. I stood, I stood my ground on that one. I was like, uh, no, I was like, sorry. Like, no, that's really uncomfortable for me. And so I'm like, I, I have to be going back. I have to get back anyways. And so he holds my hand back to my car, tries to make out with me again. And I was like, Ugh, I dodged it, drove home. And that was like the one of the worst Tinder dates I've ever been on. I have another story for you really quick. So I have to share this one because I think it's just another, another reason why I wasn't standing my ground and wasn't communicating and wasn't in my power. Um, So I went on this other date and the guy seemed really, really nice. I met him at like a bar restaurant type of thing. And I remember like meeting him and I was like, oh, he's cute. Like in my mind, I was like, he's cute. He's handsome. He worked in law enforcement and I was like, that's a good job. Like that's kind of awesome. So we get on this date and I'm like talking about my business. I'm talking about like my life. And he's like, that's really cool that you want to travel. It's just like not really something that I can do. And I was like, oh, how come? Because of your job? And he's like, oh, no, because I have a kid. And I was like, hmm, that's weird. He didn't really tell me about that, but whatever. He's like, okay, how many or how old's your child? And he's like, 16. And I was like, oh, and he's like, actually, I have a 14 year old child, too. And I was like, okay, where's this going? So it ended up being that he was still married. And I was like, what the F am I getting myself into? I stayed on that date. Nothing happened, you guys. I left that date, never talked to him again. But that's the type of people you attract in when you're not in your power. That's first thing first. Like, And when you don't have boundaries. So when I set up those boundaries from here on out or from then on out, I deleted my Tinder, I believe, after that date. And I was like, I am not going to let that stuff happen anymore. So I'm very, very picky about dates. I'm very picky about who comes into my one-on-one space for clients. Um, And so that's something I recommend for you guys. Be extremely picky. The more picky you are, the more the universe is going to send you the right people. 
and take your lessons as a learning experience. Take these shit dates and these shit clients or like the, you know, I don't want to say shit clients because I don't think clients are shitty at all. Pardon my French, but take these shit dates and these people who come into your space that are unaligned, take them as a growing experience. Take it as this is what I do not want. How can I change my energy and bring in what I do want? And what is it specifically that I do want? So it's kind of nice to have this type of mindset because all the crap that you go through, you really realize what you don't want, right? You realize what is not right for you. I would never have realized that I need to set boundaries on Tinder and on dating if I never went through those crappy dates, right? I would never know what my soulmate client is if I never had a very unaligned client. I would never know how to say yes or say no to somebody who comes into my one-on-one space if I didn't have things that fell through. So everything is a learning experience and you can really, really get specific with the universe when you allow yourself to learn these lessons. So that's all I'm going to leave you with today. Happy Tinder dating, happy online dating. If you are dating, make sure to stand in your power and happy bringing in clients. You got this. It's all about the energy that you're in. It's all about who you're being. So if you find yourself attracting in a lot of scum or a lot of um, people who fall off, recheck your energy, recheck yourself first. How are you doing that in your life and how can you change it? I'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Have a great rest of your day.